welcome to the Daily Ding. Happy Monday. Hope you guys had a great weekend. We've got all your NBA action covered from another weekend around the association. Playoffs coming up, and we are excited. I'm your host, Dave DeFord, joined tonight by the artist with only one name. What's up, Nitz? I love that intro every time. And we've got Rob Lopez making a taco run. Uh, before we get started with today's show, don't forget, folks, we have we have joined the athletic. We're taking our talents to the athletic and you can join us. Sign up at theathletic.com slash dings and save 40 percent off a one year subscription. We will be trans uh, moving behind the paywall shortly. We will keep you uh, in tune with what we're doing. And for only three dollars a month, go to theathletic.com slash dings and sign up. For the athletics, so you can keep in touch with us on all of our podcasts, The Daily Ding, Basketball Buds, and Nerder She Wrote. And don't forget, we still have tickets for the live show in Chicago, May 18th at Lincoln Hall. Get your tickets at countthedings.com or hit us up on social media and we'll point you in the right direction. Uh, again, live show, May 18th, Chicago, Illinois, Lincoln Hall. Don't miss out. Coming up on today's ding, another injury for the Bucks. They cannot catch a break. The Spurs roll through Boston, and March Madness is fully underway. But first, we had a wild ending in Toronto. Game of the night for us, the Hornets defeat the Raptors 115 to 114 on the most improbable buzzer beater I have ever seen. Nits, I've seen nothing like this. Insane. Like this is like a high school, like one of those things they'd show on sports center and like grainy, you know, VCR footage. This kid basically hits a game winner from beyond half court at the buzzer. But that kid was Jeremy lamb. 3.1 to go. Hornets down by two bacon on the bounce to Jeremy lamb. It's poked away a heave. It's gone. He hit it. He hit it. It's gone. He bakes it. It's funny because it was probably like the only good, just like well-contested shot that the Hornets took all game. You know, the Raptors played awful defensively and then they finally play defense on a guy from half court and it wins him the game, which is just, it was insane. Yeah. And I mean, so the Raptors, uh, you know, lose a close one and a lot of people are going to argue, well, they don't really care that, you know, they're, they're pretty much locked into the two seed because the bucks, you know, continue to win. But uh, I don't know. I, I think that they've had such little time this season together and healthy that they really need to be working on the chemistry. You know, Marcus all ha- has been really good since he's joined them, but Kyle Lowry has been in and out of the lineup. Kawhi Leonard's been in and out of the lineup. Everyone's there tonight. And I, I just feel like you need them to play better. You need them to play harder. Yeah. I think the harder is a thing here, right? Because they have eight games left and this was the night. This was the first time that they've all been together since the land acquisition. It's the third time all season that they've all been together and had a healthy lineup. So I think his, you know, nurses priorities tonight wasn't to like really, and you're, you're always trying to win the game, but he was playing with lineups a lot, which is kind of what you want to, you want to see, like they're doing a crash course in chemistry for the next eight games. And it's really about getting all these guys in together. Lowry isn't fully healthy. It's just, it's not what you wanted to see. It's not like they, deserve to win this right. game though. Cause you mentioned well, it. They didn't, they didn't play hard. They, yeah. they were out rebounded like 14 to three on the offensive boards. They, um, they didn't play well defensively. It was like their worst defensive showing of the season. Just 
disappointing effort. To me, this is the time where you want to play your best guys together as much as possible with all the injuries they've had all year. They've essentially been experimenting with the different lineups all season out of necessity. Right. And if but you, you don't just know who at, your best guys are. Well, together, right. That's if the you issue. Just you look at the box score, if you just look at the box score, you might think, wow, a bunch of these guys had really good games. Marcus Saul, 17 points, six assists, four rebounds. Kawhi Leonard, 28 points, nine rebounds. Pascal Siakam, 23 points, seven rebounds, five assists. And you would probably say, wow, I bet. Toronto won this game, but they were all Powell went four or five. Powell yeah. went four or five. That's ridiculous. You're wasting a Powell game, but, um, they, you know, they Danny were green didn't, yeah, they weren't, they weren't good. Like Danny green didn't have that great of a game. I think Siakam, you can come to expect him to have 20 plus a night, which is fantastic to see Leonard's Leonard, but yeah, you're right. Like they had a lot of guys that, um, in general are not like regular contributors being like they were in double digits. And then some of their usual guys aren't showing up, but I think that's all with you're messing with the lineup. So some guys are going to suffer. Some guys are going to look a little bit better. And it's all about just trying to figure out now, like before the playoffs start, who do you play together down, down the stretch to start the second? Like it's tough. A yeah. lot of these guys haven't played together that much. So I don't know, man, I'm not concerned for them or anything, but, and so the Raptors currently are the two seed. Like we talked about four games behind the bucks for the first, uh, for the one seed, they lead Philly by three and a half. So they're, they're most likely going to wind up as a two seed. The Hornets are currently two games behind Miami for the eight C that puts them in 10th. Um, I, I mean, I think that uh, we're getting to the point where the Hornets probably are not going to make the playoffs. If they do, they could potentially hit the seven seed. This might've been a playoff series preview, but uh, with Miami, with the way that they're playing, I, I don't expect them to fall out. Um, it, it's uh, you know, yet another wasted season for Kemba Walker. He's going to be a free agent this summer. Uh, if you were Kemba Nitz, would you, would you leave? Or would you no. stay for the five year? I think, max? you know what? I used to be the like free Kemba. I was high on the free Kemba movement, but um, I was, you know, a little bit, I was talked to about it. And I, I kind of see the whole like, that's his franchise. And he wants to be able to take that franchise to higher, greater places. It's just these, they're not putting the guys around him that are going to take him there. So I don't know. I mean, I, if I'm Kemba, I stay. But I really wish that franchise would just like actually utilize what Kemba Walker is. He's so special, man. And it yeah. sucks to not see him in the playoffs. Like, I would love to see him on that stage. Guys are terrible at taking care of their health, whether it's a knee injury, bad back, something worse. Guys are usually more comfortable, you know, rubbing some dirt on it than seeing a doctor. Uh, I'm guilty of it myself. I've had tears in my rotator cuff for years. Still haven't gotten surgery. Still haven't gotten it fixed. Uh, just living with it. And, and it's dumb because we never take care of ourselves. Same can be true with erectile dysfunction. Guys, it's not the 50s anymore. We can talk about this. It's fine. It's, all, it's a fact of life. Plenty of people go through it. You get it fixed. Studies show 70% of guys who experience ED don't get treated for it. Thankfully, Roman created an easy way to get checked out by a doctor and get treated for ED online. Roman is a one-stop shop where licensed U.S. physicians can diagnose ED and ship medication right to your door. With Roman, no waiting rooms, no awkward face-to-face -face conversations, no uncomfortable trips to the pharmacy. You can handle everything discreetly online. All you have to do is visit GetRoman.com ding. You fill out a brief medical onboarding chat with a doctor. You get FDA-approved ED meds delivered to your door in discreet, unmarked packaging. Uh, guys, go online and get checked by a doctor. It's so easy. Erectile dysfunction is a problem that guys never tackle. But with Roman, it's really easy. So take care of it. We're not, we're not, we're not going to be upset about this anymore. We're going to get it taken care of. For a free online visit, go to GetRoman.com slash ding. That's GetRoman.com slash ding for a free online visit. Again, GetRoman.com slash ding.
In news, Pau Gasol's regular season is finished. I would argue that it barely started. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks center Pau Gasol is expected to miss uh, the rest of the regular season, uh, approximately a month. So he could potentially miss the first round of the playoffs uh, per Malika Andrews of ESPN. He is averaging a career low 3.9 points and 4.6 rebounds and has only appeared in 30 games so far this season. Um, you know, the Bucks having their injury luck fail them at the worst possible time and other injury news in Dallas. Chris Saps Porzingis will not play this season. It's going to stick to the original plan of missing the whole year. And from Tim McMahon of ESPN, we get uh, this quote from Chris Stapps. I can feel the progress already. So it excites me even more. Makes me more eager to be out there on the floor. Uh, Nitz, I think this is a smart move. Go ahead and rest up. They're not playing for anything. All he can do is hurt their draft position or hurt himself. Go ahead and sit, get yourself right, get your body right, come back next year and, and then, you know, blow the doors off everyone. Yeah, I see no reason to come back right now. It's not like the Mavs are playing for playoff positioning or anything. And also with like that kind of injury and when you're a seven foot three dude, take your time. Like we've, you know, time and time again, we could see that guys are coming back from this kind of injury a lot better, but it all depends to how much time they have to come back and actually rest up and get right. And also like the situation that they're coming back into. So I'm, I'm just excited to see KP again. It feels like it's been so long. And, uh, this news is surprising, but apparently Lonzo Ball may be done with Big Baller Brand. Per ESPN's R- Ramona Shelburne, uh, Lonzo Ball said he believes that Alan Foster, a friend of a friend of Lonzo's father, Lavar, uh, used his access to his business and personal fr- finances to enrich himself. And it's there like is all sorts of uh, intrigue involved in this one. Clearly. Um, we we've made a lot of jokes at the expense of, you know, if not Lonzo, definitely LeVar with the big baller brand stuff, the cost of the shoes and the failure to ship and all these things. I never like to read a story where a young guy's finances have been taken advantage of like this. And I mean, I'm actually glad to see that he's standing up for himself. Yeah. You send it yourself like beyond the jokes. This is real life stuff. Uh, We can make fun of BBB shoes all we want, but a young guy being taken advantage of, um, at this point in his career, it's just really, it's just unfortunate to see. And like, I don't, I feel like there's a lot of noise around it right now and there's just going to be more noise as it comes out. So I think, you know, trying to keep in mind like that this happened, it's just, it's just unfortunate. Like we have to like go into it with like a sensitive eye. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's like 21 years old. Right. Yeah, and, and, and I, let's not blame Lavar yet either. I've seen a I'm lot of blame, people. Yeah, I don't that. want to blame anyone. Not you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that's <laughs> yeah. the thing is, I've seen a lot of people online. They're ready to just jump at anyone. It's like we don't know anything yet. Let's wait and let's assume that you know his loved ones have had his best interests at heart. And snakes. I hate to use the word snake, but like snakes will come into your life and they'll take advantage of you, and it just sucks. Yeah, I mean that's that's how it is dealing. You know, when you've got money, right? Mo money, mo problems. And, uh, (laughs) and unfortunately, unfortunately, this is like super public too. Right. So there's that embarrassment factor. There's a lot of stuff that's just not cool about it. Um, but I hope everything works out and I, I hope this guy gets all his money. That's my number one thing. I want this guy to have that money because it's, you know, he has a potential to have like money that affects generational change in his family. Like he could have kids and grandkids that would never have to worry about whether they could pay for college or any of these things. This is why this stuff drives me crazy when, when young guys money gets messed with. Um, and you know, 
I, I, I get on my, on my soapbox about this kind of stuff, but, uh, I'm glad to see Lonzo, uh, is at least, you know, on top of what's happening with his money. That's important. And, yeah, it's uh, good that they at least caught it. Like it could have been a lot worse, right? We've seen guys bamboozled <laughs> out yeah. of like way more than this. And it sounds dumb to say, Hey, listen, it's only a million, million and a half, but like, luckily they caught it and hopefully, you know, he can find a new home for yeah. a new, a new <laughs> Nike home for, uh, for his future. Yeah. Let's hmm. hope. And finally, we've got an update on March Madness. The NCAA tournament is going on now. Uh, we're on our way to the Sweet 16. Uh, in a second-round game, Duke defeated University of Central Florida 77-76. to Zion Williamson, the likely number one pick in this year's draft with 32 points and 11 rebounds, uh, had a, a late game and one layup on uh, Taco Fall, who is 7 feet 6 inches tall. And... Uh, Please, someone at least invite him to summer league. Uh, RJ Barrett had 16 points and eight rebounds, a likely top five to top 10 pick. And uh, tackle fall had had 15 points and six rebounds. Fellow lottery pick in this year's draft. John Morant was eliminated, but had a very strong showing in two games. Uh, he had a triple double against Marquette on Thursday, 17 points, 16 assists, 11 rebounds, seven turnovers in a blowout loss. Uh, to Florida state had 28 points, five rebounds, four assists, hit five threes. Uh, he has not made a decision yet on the NBA draft. So, uh, you know, there's that look for that. I'm assuming in the next couple weeks, Hey guys, join us for the back-to-back -back Wednesday challenge on FanDuel. Go to FanDuel.com slash B2B, sign up, deposit five bucks, and get a $5 bonus in your bank from FanDuel. You can play against other back-to-back -back listeners every Wednesday in the back-to-back -back Wednesday challenge. Shout out to Claw11X for taking home the victory last Wednesday. He is going to be joining us on a future mailbag. You could be too if you win the back-to-back -back Wednesday challenge on FanDuel. Again, it's FanDuel.com slash B2B for the back-to-back -back Wednesday challenge in other games around the league in New York, the Clippers defeat the Knicks 124 to 113. Danilo Gallinari with 26 points and eight rebounds in what I guess we're still calling a revenge game because he once played for the Knicks. Lou Williams with 29 points and seven assists off the bench. Emmanuel Moody, a 26, seven assists, six rebounds and uh, Deandre Jordan with 20 and 13. Kevin Knox left this game with an ankle injury. That ankle has been bugging him all year. Time to just shut it down, get him back healthy. The Clippers are currently the fifth seed in the West. They trail the Blazers by two games for the four seed and lead Oklahoma City by a half a game. The West playoffs are lit right now. In Milwaukee, the Bucks score 127 points and the Cavs only score 105. So the Cavs lose. Giannis Antetokounmpo with 26 points, 10 rebounds, seven assists, four blocks. Kevin Love with 20 points and 19 rebounds. Chris Middleton with uh, and George Hill with 17 points apiece. George Hill playing well when everyone is getting hurt is very important for this team, in particular with Brogdon out. In Indiana, the Pacers blew out the Nuggets 124 to 88. Boyan Bogdanovich was on fire in the first half of this game. He wound up with 35 points, six rebounds. Miles Turner with 17, 11 rebounds. The Nuggets only shot 35% from the field. This was their third game in four nights, Nits. On the road, uh, this you, you could probably just schedule this as a loss. Yeah, I'm not. I have no takeaways for the Nuggets. Just you know them going forward. But I think we saw a lot of what makes the Pacers so scary is they just execute so well, right? Defensively, offensively, they don't take a lot of flashy shots. Um, they were amazing tonight. They're a high effort team, and this is why I keep saying I think the Pacers 
should scare whoever their first round opponent is, which I, I feel like is going to wind up being Boston. Um, they're currently the four seed. They lead Boston by two games. They trail Philly by two and a half games for the three seed. Uh, out West, the Nuggets are currently the two seed. They're a half game behind the Warriors for first, and they lead the Rockets by three games. But but back to the Pacers, um, I think that when you have a team that plays this hard night to night, they don't have a ton of talent. The but. Pacers have an identity, and Boston has struggled with teams like that all season. Right, but Boston has the better players. I think that you said it right now, too. They don't have a star. And my biggest thing with like when you're in the playoffs, you need that one guy that can go off for 30 plus points or can lead you to a comeback in the fourth or just really like take over the game and dominate. You don't have that. Like, yeah. Okay. Bogdanovich had 35 points and six rebounds and he started like eight of eight, but he's not doing that in a series against like a really good defense, like the Celtics, you know, like nuggets were terrible defensively tonight. So you can't really be like, Oh, the Pacers offense is so dominating or anything. The Pacers made I thought they had a good game plan. They ran a ton of pick and roll early in this game. And that's how they built their lead. The nuggets are not great at defending the pick and roll. It really showcased some of Jokic's, you know, inefficiencies there. And in particular, third game in four nights on the road. So, you know, again, not a lot you can take away from the Nuggets. But for the Pacers, it shows that Nate McMillan is going to game plan for your team. And he's going to game plan well. And, and again, I still think he's the coach of the year. He's done an incredible job. They played the majority of the season without Victor Oladipo. They're by far their best player. Uh, and what he's done with Miles Turner this year is, is no less than incredible. Which happy birthday to Miles Turner. Great game on his birthday, which is always fun to see. Yeah. In New Orleans, the Rockets defeat the Pelicans 113 to 90. James Harden, 28 points, four assists, three rebounds. Eric Gordon with 18 points. Frank Jackson had 19 points and six assists. And uh, Anthony Davis minute watch, 21 minutes tonight, 12 points, 10 rebounds. He has not played more than 22 minutes since the all-star break. The Rockets, again, lead the Blazers by one game for that third seed out west. In Boston, basic Brad strikes again. The Spurs defeat the Celtics 115 and 96 on the back, literally on the back of LaMarcus Aldridge, 48 ridiculous points, 13 rebounds, six assists. He was just scorching hot and somehow was wide open all night. DeMar DeRozan chips in 16 points and 11 assists. And, uh, you know, Boston was just terrible shooting 40% overall, 20% from three Kyrie Irving, 11 points, 12 assists, Marcus smart, 14 points, four rebounds, Marcus Morris and Gordon Hayward, 13 points in, uh, a piece. And the Celtics are now five and five since their plane plane ride out to California. Uh, maybe they need to um, charter a flight tonight, fly out there, you know, go out to the coast, have a few laughs. What do you think? Nitz? Maybe a plane ride doesn't fix all your issues. Maybe a really good West coast trip where you, you know, only lose one game doesn't really fix all the things you are dealing with at the moment. Just maybe, man. Well, you know, uh, they, they are attempting to fix it with a post game players only meeting. Uh, oh no, no wait. Brad Stevens was very adamant about the fact that it wasn't a players only meeting. So, you know, <laughs> well, it was 37 minute meeting after the buzzer. So Brad Stevens didn't leave the locker room for 37 minutes. And, uh, to quote him, there's frustration in the locker room. We don't need to ride the emotional roller coaster. We need to be a lot better. It just feels like, first of all, we can't talk about how good the Spurs have been lately because of how much drama there is surrounding the Celtics. It seems like all year, this is all we've talked about. It's, it's so much less about how they're performing on the court and more how the personalities and, and the emotional stuff is affecting their play on the court. At some point, it just has to be 
that they're not as good as we thought they would be. That's it. They're good. They're good. No, listen, but they're they obviously not are as not. Good. No, they're not as good they're as not we thought they would be. They're not a 65 win team. They're not a 60 win team. Obviously not, but we hyped them up to be way more than I think a lot of guys really thought that they were capable of. And we've talked about it a lot on this show. Their offense is really suspect. Like minus Kyrie Irving, if you don't have Gordon Hayward looking incredible, which he actually looked pretty decent tonight, he wasn't like having a terrible game by any means, but their offense is bad. Their defense is always great. You know, Horford was out tonight. So obviously they suffered there a little bit. LaMarcus Aldridge just dominates Aaron Baines. It was like pretty hilarious watching them go up against each other. Uh, so yeah, you're right. It's, it sucks. Like it's a lot of drama surrounding a team that we just had way too high expectations of them. A large part of why their offense is bad is because they can't shoot. I mean, this is not like, this is just hashtag analytics. New. Yeah, yeah. They just can't <laughs> shoot. So if you can't make shots, it's hard to win games. Um, you know, and their defense tonight though, I thought was particularly bad. Again, LaMarcus Aldridge was wide open on, on half of his shots. I mean, it was just ridiculous how open he was getting. And of course it's the Spurs, right? So the Spurs are giving the ball up until they get a great look. They don't settle for the good look. And you know, the, the Celtics were seven of 35 from three tonight. And I thought a lot of those were barely good looks. I think that this is a team that could, could stand to take a little bit of that Spurs approach to their three pointers. And, and maybe just instead of trying to get up 35 or 40 a game, maybe try to get up like 25 but make them great looks in Oakland. The Warriors bounced back from the embarrassing loss of the Mavericks and beat the Pistons 121 to 114. Steph Curry with 26 points, nine rebounds. Blake Griffin with 24 points, eight assists, six rebounds. Clay Thompson with 24 points. Draymond Green and KD both had 14 points apiece. Uh, Draymond Green continues to frustrate Blake Griffin in what may be the funniest rivalry in all of the NBA. And Kevin Durant took the fewest shots in a game of his career tonight. Uh, Nitz, what did you think about that? I love point KD, you know, and I love to see him facilitate the offense a lot more than just uh, take a lot of shots himself. Cause you know, it's not like he needs to get in a rhythm offensively. You put KD on the floor in a playoff series, he'll give you whatever you want. Uh, Odd, odd, really good offensive game from Draymond though. You love to see that. And he's looking a lot less uh, backpacky recently with his shots. So hopefully that bleeds into the, into the playoffs in, in LA, the Lakers stopped tanking, I guess, and beat the Kings one eleven to one Oh six LeBron James with another triple double 29 points, 11 assists, 11 rebounds, Marvin Bagley with 25 and 11 rebounds off the bench. He's really good. Uh, buddy healed 18.6 rebounds, Kyle Kuzma, 29 and six and Bogdan Bogdanovich with 17 points off the bench. Um, Lines of the night. All right, Nitz. This one's easy. It's a no-brainer. There's a right answer. The other two are wrong. Boyan Bogdanovich <laughs> with 35 points, six rebounds in a win against the Nuggets. LeBron James with 29 points, 11 assists, and 11 rebounds in a win against Sacramento. And LaMarcus Aldridge with 48 points, 13 rebounds, six assists, and a win against the Boston Celtics. Who you got? Take the road less traveled by. I'm going to go with Bug. No, I'm going to go with Marcus Aldridge. I'm just kidding. He was uh, nuts. He, he was insane. Like, he, there's just no way to go around it. But really, you know what? Special shout out to Bogdanovich for his play. He was incredible. Yeah, he was very good. It was, and, and Bogdanovich, when he gets going, is a lot of fun. Um, but man, LaMarcus tonight was just insane. And he only hit one three. <laughs> also, Such a Lamarcus Aldridge game. Yeah. So efficient. The Spurs also took eight free throws. They were seven of eight as a team. 
Lamarcus Aldridge was seven of eight from the line. He took all their free throws. It was just an insane. What a Spursian game from Lamarcus Aldridge. Uh, our games to watch for tomorrow. You go first, Nitz. That's a really brutal lineup tomorrow. Um, but I'm going to go with Nets Blazers, both really fun teams and both um, with playoff implications. So going to be a good game. It's the battle of Alan Crabb. And uh, I'm going to say 76ers magic because I hate myself. It's Man, a game that why? should no, have no consequences. On. No, I'm kidding. It's a game that should have no consequences, <laughs> but the magic still playing for a playoff seed and, and the Sixers still working out their lineup kinks. And you know, like we got to see, you know, closer Jimmy the other night. And it was really interesting to watch how passive he was for the first three quarters of that game. And then to turn it on at the end, I, I thought that was an interesting wrinkle to the, the chemistry thing there in Philly. And again, they've got by the numbers, they've got the best starting lineup in basketball since, since they uh, put these, these new guys on the team, Tobias Harris and uh, Boban. And um, I think that they're, they, to me, they had the highest potential ceiling of any of the teams in the East, if they can get everything to work out. But yeah, maybe one more year out. playing together. Exactly. There's a lot still to work out and we're really late now. Yep. All right. That's it for today's show. Make sure you like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash count the ding. Subscribe to the back-to-back podcast feed uh, with a new basketball buds coming out Tuesday, new nerder. She wrote drop in Thursday, and then go subscribe to the new mailbag feed. We'll have a new episode coming out on Friday. Uh, while you're there, rate and review it too. And go ahead and do the same for Black Opinions Matter Monday. Wherever you listen to podcasts, subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, The Daily Ding, as well as all of our feeds on the Back to Back Network, The House of Strauss, and Pack Your Knives. Again, thank you guys for waking up with us. Nitz, send them home. Ding, ding, man.